right? And why you always were the mantle of a beat cop. You killed the only woman I ever loved. And it's payback time. Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and immediately discuss. I'm Tom. I'm here with Brittany, Eric, and Greg. Hi. Hello. Hello there. Hey, I can hear you. Ah, there we go. <laughs> there it is. All is well. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, yes. So t- tonight we watched the movie Road to Revenge, Get Even. Get Even. Get Even. <laughs> Get Even. Get Even. Any one of those things. Get Even. <laughs> uh, yes. So uh, before we get into the rest of the details here, Greg. This yes. Is, this is the first time you've been on this show. Uh, the first time, you know, hope, I'm, I'm hoping for uh, one of many, you know. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't want to be, you know, presumptuous over here. No, no, no. We, we've already discussed the next one, okay. at least, at the yeah, very yeah, least. Yeah, well, there's, there's something in the pipeline. We got yeah. it. There's definitely of many here. <laughs> Welcome to where no magic happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what I've always wanted. So let's, uh, let's do what we do with all of our first-time guests. Uh, Gray, what's your relationship with B-movies? Uh, my relationship uh, with B-movies is a relatively long one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, starting basically back in the day when uh, my father would take me to our local video store, VHS at the time. Uh, I think it was Video Smith. Is video Smith. Okay. Video Smith. Yes, yes. And just basically let me loose in the aisles, you know, uh, you know, in, in lieu of being a, uh, a good father, <laughs> <laughs> really. Uh, so, you know, and I would just kind of look around and see whatever looked appealing on the shelves and and so i was allowed to watch things that were not appropriate <laughs> not appropriate um let's see i'm trying to think of what uh an, an early an early gem uh oh um the phantom of the opera but with robert england as the phantom Whoa. that was a, that i didn't was know a, that was even a thing oh, i didn't goodness. know either i think i think we just had another one for the pipeline of many is for sure uh, of many uh neil say lurid um yeah, yeah, uh, just, so, yeah, and they, that sort of inspired a love from there, and then afterwards, uh, many years afterwards, I uh, went to Emerson, uh, media studies, did the whole film thing, and realized, like, oh, I just, I just like the bad ones. That's, <laughs> yeah, the whole, you know, I mean, I mean, Seven Samurai is great, but, uh, you know, I, I, I But I, Samurai I, Cop is even better. Yeah, Samurai Cop is even better. <laughs> <laughs> they both have samurai in it, right? Exactly. Same movie, just one's exactly. way better than the other. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, one is way better. <laughs> and the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, excellent. All right, no, F- fantastic. So um, this, this, we picked this because this uh, movie was recommended by Bad Movie Sunday. So this is an official Bad Movie Sunday pick. Oh, God. Previous, again. Previously, they had uh, told us to watch uh, Megaforce, which, which we... Was sa- salvaged by one great, <laughs> great rear projection scene. One great flying motorcycle. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. So uh, I was sorry s- I missed it. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, Megaforce wasn't too bad, but uh, tonight's movie was. 
I must say. It really something. something. Oh, yeah, that, wow. Yeah. wow. I mean, that's really all you can say, I guess. It's, you know, it's, it's a thing. It's, it's, it's unanimous. It's, it's, it exists in the universe. <laughs> it's uh, a movie. It's, it's, it is. Oh, well, how, well, yeah. It's rippled. Okay. Is this a straight recommendation, or did somebody actually pick this? No, this was the recommendation. This is a bad movie Sunday okay. pick. They picked it for us. And Got also it. thanks to the Bristol Bad Film Club for hooking up the movie. Yeah, definitely. Thank thanks, you, guys. guys. Much appreciated. Yeah. So that was excellent. Um, now, I think Eric is our most skilled oh, shit. Um, <laughs> movie breakdowner. So, Eric, we're even a start. Summarize this bitch. Eric, try. Okay. Uh, you do a good job, so I trust. All right. <laughs> this movie is about Rick Bodie, who is a police officer who mm. is uh, on a stakeout with two of his other buddies in the LAPD. Uh, one of them is a sort of uh, loose cannon cop named Normad. And, uh, just Normad. Just Normad. He does not, not have any other name beyond that. No, he no just name, has a bad guy. Not name. to be confused with anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> not Bill Normad or John Normad. No, just no. Normad. Uh, yeah, he's he's on a. <laughs> At some point, I think he's Judge Normad, but I think we're skipping ahead. So, uh, we're way sorry. too far ahead. Sorry, 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 sorry. That's, yeah, fine. I'm, That's I'm, fine. I'm breaking the flow. <laughs> I had no flow to begin with. It's fine. <laughs> he's on a stakeout with Normad and uh, his other buddy um, Huck. Huck Finney. And uh, during the stakeout, Finney gets injured and Normad does not seem to show any kind of uh, remorse for not backing them up. So uh, there's an infernal affairs, uh, internal affairs. Infernal. Oh, infernal but, uh, affairs. Uh, <laughs> hold, hold on one Perfectly. second, though. Hold on one second. I think it's, that's going to come into play <laughs> very soon. Not only is it appropriate, I'm thinking of better movies while we watch this. <laughs> um, internal affairs finds that... Uh, Norm, uh, finds Normad innocent and kind of pins the blame on the other two. They quit the force and uh, Rick Bodie just kind of meanders around as a chauffeur for a while before he meets someone named Cindy at the local bar. Uh, they strike up a romance and it turns out that Cindy was involved with a local satanic cult who was incidentally <laughs> no, headed lo- by Normad. As, your local Satanist. Yeah, yeah. As, as you, you do. And as friendly, you have a local chapter. Otherwise, it'd be way friendly too neighborhood Look, Satanist. all of us have been there. All of us have dabbled. You know, so, yeah. Um, and through the course of this, uh, Cindy ends up getting chased down by these Satanists, and uh, he has to travel the road to revenge. Ooh, alternate title. To avenge her death. Uh, yes, and and he also uh, while he's traveling on the road to Avenge, he also has to get even. Uh, yes, <laughs> he also has to get Evan. Get even. <laughs> Whoever Evan is, yeah. I don't know. Um, now, also, I, before we move on, Eric, I know you you had a list of adjectives uh, yes. that would properly describe <clears throat> our main character, a very special man. Now, how would you describe this man? I would describe him as officer, chauffeur, cowboy, lawyer, karate man, thespian, singer, jokester, Lothario, Rick Bodie. Mm. He's got a lot of. He wears a lot of different hats. I like it. A lot of different, cow- including a cowboy, hat. including right a, a literal cowboy hat <laughs> that he wears in one very particular scene <laughs> that we should discuss. That he was very proud of. That was very proud. Of. I think you left one thing off. That oh, what I oh uh, Leathermeister. <laughs> <laughs> Committed to leather. (laughs) Very committed to leather. All right. Let's go down the road to revenge, guys. Let's start with successes for the movie, guys. What do we think this movie did properly? I I mean, I I, I have to say, you know, as a a musician myself... I have to say that one of the uh, the successes that I would say is the integration, the seamless integration 
of original songs, <laughs> um, including uh, what, what was the the, the one that the the the, the slide the, the oh the, the shimmy slide the shimmy. oh the yeah. country breakaway hit the, the country <laughs> breakaway hit the shimmy slide which had a line that I I um I wrote down here I'd love to hear. Uh. Uh, and there's there's a lot of lines in the song. I'm I'm just I'm just I don't remember any of in, them, so I'm so glad you wrote. I, Pick I, out the I'm highlights. just looking into, into the one uh, at Cowboy Night. Um, my eyes swell up as you take me for a ride. Now that's describing his eyes swelling, <laughs> Super. not filling with tears, Super romantic, not not opening wide. They are swelling like an <laughs> allergic reaction. <laughs> Due to love. I think so. Due to due to yeah, how attractive this this young woman is, and then also, and that's that uh, that song reappears several times in instrumental form. <laughs> it is the end credits, uh, which uh-huh. is just just perfect for for how things end, and um, <laughs> and uh, also then there are are more tender uh, uh, moments too. Uh, oh, the, all of the love scenes uh, w- with uh, with. Uh, are we saying Officer Rick Brody, Despian Rick Brody? Um, I mean, well, I mean he's more of a chauffeur. Chauffeur at that point, yeah. or whatever uh, at the time, whatever he was. Motorcycleman, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, oh. But the, the love scenes, uh, <laughs> Rick Brody, Lothario. You, you hear his his <laughs> melodious Hank Hill esque voice <laughs> s- scoring his own love scenes. So I I thought that that the songs were really a high point of this movie. I I totally agree, man. He put his thumbprint. Everywhere yeah. on this Boy, movie, yeah. oh my god, it reeked. Yeah. It was pretty man. bad that we could deduce that all the music was him, not even by having looked up that fact. No, no, it's just not it's, even. It's, it's. I don't even know if it's true. We haven't even corroborated well, it. Well, in the way just he, roll with we it. know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but but and for someone who is so confident in putting all of his songs into the movie, when you see him actually performing the song, he's performing <laughs> it with this dead-eyed hundred-yard stare <laughs> that is just pleading to. Cut, pleading <laughs> it's for it for his misery to end as he's so sitting in the shimmy slide. It's the sort of look when like you have a family reunion and there's a karaoke machine there and they push like the eight year old up there and be like, no, it'd be fun. Yeah. And like the kid doesn't want to be there at all. Please, like, he knows stop. after seven. Please. Just, oh god. The best the video's part gonna be terrible. is that that energy carries him through the entire film. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, he, that energy carries his entire performance. Everything he does with the same, this really in the same kind of caliber of energy, just like just looking through you really <laughs> s- seeing the mysteries of the cosmos <laughs> unspooling for him his third eye yes. is permanently open i have yeah. opened to the mysteries of the universe <laughs> yeah he's, um, he has the, the the shared intensity of uh, an animatronic a chuck e cheese yeah pretty much he's five nights the, at get even awkwardly shuffling back and forth <laughs> The same moves. Um, I love how amazingly unself-aware this movie is. Oh, man. Um, He had a vision. Like, he had some extra cash and wanted to play the hero, and he just went for it. Well, well, that's... I think that's something that, like, we should explore. Because, I mean, this seems... This is... This seems to be a real... A passion project of someone who had a story inside him. uh, (laughs) Had a song to sing. <laughs> Many songs uh, to sing. Let's be clear about that. Not just one, the shimmy slide, uh, number one smash sensation. Uh, but and and really and and didn't let any uh, lack of ability hold him back in any capacity. No. no, no, he thrust himself into the limelight here, and I think he he really wanted to just soak it up yep. with with every dime he spent. <laughs> and it was I mean, very worth it. I'd, I I could say that we could probably draw parallels to uh, to the room. Uh-huh. Um and maybe some of like uh what were the the York film 
Oh, York um, Productions? Is that what it was? Yeah, York Entertainment. York Entertainment. They seem to those, fund uh, a lot of these passion these sort projects. Of passion projects, but this is by far the best one I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, so we've, we've watched some passion projects on the on this show previously, and, and Grace, say, have you have watched any of these? So we've seen Miami Connection. We've seen Samurai Cop. Uh, Every Neil Breen film. All of the Neil Breen Which, movies. As soon as yes. you said Neil Breen, I was like, this is so Breen-esque. Th- this it's is insane. Breen-esque. Just, <laughs> that's a genre now. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. True totally auteur a, theory. Totally yeah. a word. Um, yeah. yeah, like, I'm just going to hire pretty girls, and I'm going to be the hero, and I'm going to touch them. You know what I, you know what <laughs> I noticed? It's creepy to me, it's if I can be creepy. honest. The least amount of chemistry I've ever... Like, and ever. You, could tell, you could tell her palpable discomfort. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because, because, because they never really kiss. Like, he'll, he'll be... Uh, He'll be rubbing like yes, an like ice cube. Any excuse to touch her? Yeah, and oh. like and just but like you know still looking through her like some sort of just <laughs> true hyper predator. Um, and 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 but like and and she'll be kind of have to be all over him because obviously she's been paying to do that. But <laughs> but at the same time it's just it's just like they, they never kiss. They never kiss. She no. never wants to get close to that mustache. No, I, I no, I want to say probably soup in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're supposed to stay positive, guys. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this I movie love... is just all over the yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's a real roller coaster. Well, we're, we're gonna try. We're gonna try our yeah. best. Um, any anything else, Brittany? I just I, that's it. Oh, okay, Eric. <laughs> goon game on point. Goon game. The goon game was pretty strong. I mean, goons. I mean, goon <laughs> games. <laughs> Dude, when they played Sorry, when they played Operation, those were my favorite goon games. <laughs> <laughs> Mousetrap, a great goon game. Classic. I love that there was a goon named Scar who had a scar. And this was pri- prior to Lion King. <laughs> Just so we know. There was Not no- played by Jeremy Irons. Not. <laughs> Unfortunately. But, but played by a familiar second-class cinema face. Yes, yes. The uh, the man from Samurai Cop who we have deemed excuses guys. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't really make many excuses. No, but one. we were really drunk. But we were drunk. And, and we- his excuse was, don't kill my wife. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be sad. But no, I, I, I saw this guy. I'm like, I fucking know that guy. I'm like, I think that's the guy from Samurai Cop. I looked it up. It's the guy from Samurai Cop. Couldn't be any better. Everything awful about this movie is what makes it great. Yeah, it's 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 really hard to just like really give it accolades because <laughs> it just doesn't do anything well, but it's also But does it do it right? It kind of does it right. It's kind of at the perfect level of ineptitude. It does everything wrong right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's perfect. It's that note that you can't hit on purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, uh, sorry. I mean, I, I, I forgot. A random scene very early on where he's doing karate <laughs> and he, it's it's just, it, it's cut, you know, it's it's cut a lot and there's, there's, there's scenes in this movie where it's there's almost no cuts, where it's too, <laughs> too long. Was that the first baffling scene change the per- first baffling scene change to him doing karate and often it will cut so that he'll be like punching something then it'll be another angle of him punching something and then another angle but they've shifted the frame so it's diagonal <laughs> and, and, and inexplicably and then he feeds butter to a dog who's also has a black belt <laughs> and, it's like a poodle with a yeah. black belt on and then our story goes one year later <laughs> It cuts from him getting hurt on the job to him kicking a heavy bag. We're not leaving anything out of this. (laughs) We're just as confused as you, Lisa. This is, yeah, this is as coherent as it was to us, having watched this. We are along for the ride. (laughs) 
So on that note, I guess what things did it do wrong? <laughs> Where did this movie fall short? All the things that were wrong made it great. Yeah. The acting was terrible and stiff, except for Normad. That guy was awesome. That guy's fantastic. Okay. Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything was sort of like this. He was like Macho Man and like... Sarge Sergeant Slaughter, Macho Man meets Hulk Hogan yeah. in a gravel pit of... Made of whiskey. And also some like, like limited mobility, doesn't know how to hold a gun like, <laughs> has like, kind of t-rex arms like inexplicably i feel like he was always like half melted yeah <laughs> and and he becomes a judge at some point which is bizarre and inexplicable <laughs> yeah it really uh, is. um i mean in terms of what I, I guess i guess what i would say uh, are we moving on to the failures are yeah let's failures? talk about yeah. let's talk about right. those. one of the failures i think that we can all say is probably a, <laughs> a, a failure um, <laughs> uh is that the way things are mic'd in this movie. Oh my god! All right, so Mike, my ice cube, so please. so interstitial noise is always the loudest thing in any scene. So we have one scene that's taking place, I guess, in an Italian restaurant. Is he is the guy Italian or I think it's I, Mexican? Mexican? Is it a Mexican? I think so. Yeah. Is it I, Spanish? I, it was a classy joint. Yeah, it was classy. Indeterminately ethnic uh, <laughs> owner. Um, you know, and and for some reason the. The local there's like a fountain nearby that is so fucking loud. <laughs> it's just like you hear burbling brooks, like the la like the deafeningly burbling. You can hardly um, hear any dialogue. And, and you know, over as it. someone, yeah, like he pours ice and the ice cubes hitting it, but there's also dialogue that is mysteriously undermined. <laughs> like so it feels like they almost dubbed in more sound effects, but we're just like, oh yeah, the like the the, the, the dialogue in the scene is awful. Let's just forget about that. We don't have we don't have Mike the Fountain. No ADR for that, yeah. Yeah, Mike these ice cubes. Oh man, the leather pants. I can't a let failure? I can't let them go. <laughs> Why not being crucified? How many times did he wear leather pants? Like every All time. Except for like two scenes. Except for the wedding scene. And I think the final part where he's just wearing jeans, he was wearing yeah, on the motorcycle, leather, he's wearing jeans, leather pants every time. The one time it's appropriate to wear leather pants. Yeah, yeah like, we're not even the like one time where his legs would be more protected, <laughs> as opposed to just going to cowboy nights. <laughs> They're not even like fitted. Like I, I want to know the sequence of events that led to that decision. Did some? Did he wear them someday? And like somebody lied and was like, "Yo, those look dope. You should wear them everywhere." Well, I think sort of coming off of you know the, the sort of auteurness of this and him, you know, being uh, do we have we talked about it? he's a lawyer maybe in real life? We've, yeah, I, I believe he, his actual job as a lawyer. Okay, his actual job so, is being Edgar. So I feel Poe. like I feel like this is this is a guy who, and also for someone who is a lawyer, the scenes in court were very unconvincing. Um, <laughs> I bet you that was a seal of approval. It was yeah. all like was metal like, folding yeah. chairs, metal folding chairs, like chairs like like a like a plastic table. His friend Huck a, a, punching cops all yeah, the time, punching cops <laughs> in the courtroom. But so like I feel like he's a guy that like you know obviously like a pretty straight laced dude. He wants to make this movie and he casts himself. And I, I think he probably call this a failure. He casts himself. <laughs> As this, as like a real punk badass. Yeah. Like there's many scenes where, well, there's the scene where, where he and the girl Cindy go to Cindy's parents and they're like, we don't like your type around here. I'm like, he looks like someone's dad. <laughs> like, like he's not supposed to be this, like this real punk ass, right? No. Or like he's like he's not a like. What are you rebelling against? You know, he graduated like ten years before Cindy's dad. Yeah, like he's older <laughs> than Cindy's dad, and he, he, he's, he's, he's he's like wearing big puffy shirts and ill-fitting leather pants. That's <laughs> so baggy. Oh my god, sag ass. My god. 
Okay. Can I just say the Huck Finney character? Okay. Was the worst in the world, and it focused on him for far too long. Oh, Mike, I, I, they, he's they a were, piece of shit. There were scenes where the camera was just set up, <laughs> and it rolled for five minutes of him just blabbing. I feel like he, I, like I see him, and like I feel like, oh, this is the one guy who maybe was like a local character actor, mm. like who they're like, and they're like, oh yeah, he can really carry this, like he can carry this, <laughs> and just let him go, let him, because like he was really. Like, I won't say he was acting well, but he was acting in a different capacity than, like, everyone else was. Yeah, sure. I mean, he set the curve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, the there's that weird movie. scene where he's drunk and just, and and it's it's almost, like, borderline naturalistic <laughs> to the point where he might have actually been drunk. I th- he I was definitely drunk. I would not be surprised if he was abusing a <laughs> lot of substances during the production. Yeah. And and then, but, but you know, obviously, you know, uh, Mr. Uh, DeHart, you know, if, as he likes to be called, or uh, you know, <laughs> I assume he does. Uh, yes. You know, but he's you know he's he's at a totally different level. He's kind of like a, you know keeping things pretty internal, and then and then that guy, oh Huck, is. Uh, I found it really honestly, troublesome that he was a cop at one point. Yeah, how does that guy like that get on the force? How? And I was and really the, the bar's not that high. No, like not at all. You have like a satanist who's killing babies, <laughs> more mad, and then yeah. like a ancient oh. leather dude. <laughs> um. I thought his like inexplicable Indian like dummy was oh my really God. baffling. It's totally unexplained. He drops him off. He drops the dummy off with with uh, Rick at a certain point, and it's like this this guy saved my life, man. And it's just yeah. like it's like we've just seen you lecturing him in every scene as oh you drink God. Budweisers. He's, and after he said that, after he dropped off this Native American like mannequin, he's just like he saved my life, and then he just like slowly backs into the darkness. <laughs> just slowly, it's like I'm done now. And did we see him after that? Rick just keeps hitting the bag the whole time. Yeah, he's just hitting. He's he's really showing off his 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 ripped physique. Oh yeah, oh. I was. Like I was wondering if the Indian, the Native American mannequin, I was called it a dummy mannequin, is like yeah. his gym. So he was talking about like Huck and Jim. Well, I thought that it was going to have some sort of payoff. Like, I mean, you know, just that's way too much. He was, he was, real, he was like, real this whole time. <laughs> or, or like, he just gets a, up and walks away. Or in some sort of final confrontation, like you know, Normad thinks like I got you now, and like but it's actually like the the mannequin, and then he's like, <laughs> no, Cherry, you don't, like, yeah. <laughs> like Chief Woodenhead style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, creep show. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to say I did not have a single negative thing written down. You are really generous. I did, I did not because because everything that I, I just took everything as it came to me. And I just I, I could not find anything that I'd want to say sucks. Like, I don't think anything. Everything was entertaining. It was all enjoyable, even it when was, it was terrible. Despite itself. It was like if we had the same kind of dilemma with Samurai Cop. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot I cannot tell what is good. I cannot tell what is bad. <laughs> all I know is I had a great time. It was so squarely in the, like, this is so inept that you can't just be like, oh, well. And it was, it was surprisingly unboring. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, I don't was... think I was bored the whole time. It moved at breakneck speed. It truly did. Even for having including a lot of scenes that really meant nothing and didn't need to be in there. It it moved at confusing. Speed. <laughs> <laughs> moved at the speed of confusion. Yes. My god, I'm really proud of us because we just started talking about successes during failures, guys, <laughs> on a really bad movie. <laughs> It's all. It was bad, but it, it was super everything enjoyable. is everything in this movie. It's there's a lot going on. A whole lot. What do you got, Brittany? I have no more negative. No more negatives. 
Uh, except for his catchphrase was the worst. Uh, what was his catchphrase? Not a problem. <laughs> it's certainly no keep it warm. Oh, oh my God, guys! I'm 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 so sorry. I I this is uh, I forgot a total success, which oh. is oh, uh, well, we're still talking is, about him. Um, two. Uh, <laughs> Two lines that I really liked. Uh, the the final line of Normad, which is, <laughs> "See you in hell, you son of a bitch." <laughs> uh, he started melting during yeah, saying that. He started, started melting. And, <laughs> and also, and I don't. And and uh, oh man, oh it must have been. It was Huck uh, who said. Uh, my wife. <laughs> like, he he did. Borat decades before Borat. Oh my god. That was a beautiful uh, thing. It was truly, really good. Truly good. Um, do we want to talk about some favorite parts? Are we talk ready? Talk about some favorite parts. Yeah. Okay. I, I just gave you my two. You just, was, <laughs> yeah, we kind of just did. Yeah. You just kicked off some favorite parts. Let's just keep going. I, I we, oh, we talked about one of my favorite parts already, and that was the initial karate kick montage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, why I love that so much is because we were, we had no idea that he had a, anything to do with karate, mm. and even before or after this scene, truly. Um, <laughs> but, but the way we transitioned into this scene, like just a hard cut to like the back of his gi that also had his name on it. Oh, uh, well, uh, what did it say? It said like, uh, uh, like like uh, karate kung man, fu, kung fu, kung fu Sun or something. Yeah, like some Sun Tzu. Or, yeah. yeah, and then Rick <laughs> also threaded in there. He's uh, totally the guy you expect to see at the local dojo. He's like, oh I my got God. myself a black belt. My favorite Uncle part. Karate. My favorite part of my favorite part is yeah. uh, the fact that he wore the best blue bandana <laughs> in the world. I don't even remember it. Uh, how could you not? Shows how much it impacted. Me. Oh my he had God! So many costume changes. Oh, his war- his wardrobe Great is an amazing wardrobe. Yeah. His favorite part, like, dude, everything this guy wore was the like was only popular on the day he wore it. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know. Uh his denim jacket which had the American flag on top. I would wear that right fucking day. <laughs> that is true. That one transcends yes. time. I bet we could find it at Savers. Yes. You know, I, I do I, I do notice the parallel between him and Neil Breen and that is a lot of denim. Mm. Yeah. Denim vest, denim. denim jacket. He does. He's uh, a cowboy. If I can piggyback on that favorite part, go for it. The dog with the black belt was one of my favorite oh, parts. Yes, I thought that yes. was an unnecessary but amazing uh, addition that yes. happens in the first ten minutes, and that told us that we were truly watching something special. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. on, honestly, in the, for a treat, <laughs> a treat of a spoonful of butter. <laughs> yes. Within the first fifteen minutes, we see him kill people, we see him do karate, we see him feed a dog butter, and we see him <laughs> sing a song. Well, that's I, I would butter. say say that that the whole cowboy night scene at the bar is my favorite part. Uh, <laughs> has the shimmy slide. Yep. Has inexplicably right after he finishes the shimmy slide, there is a striptease at <laughs> at, at what it looks like an arcade bar. Yeah. Set this to is, yeah. the shimmy Set slide. To the shimmy slide. <laughs> after after he got done performing yeah. the shimmy slide. After all the musicians and he his his performance was so erotic that a woman <laughs> was compelled. This is not a strip club, by the way. This is as we know by the fact that there's a real party pooper <laughs> who with, with with a who you can tell because she has a bowl cut. Um, oh, yeah, who is yeah. not? Who did not go to that club to be grossed out? <laughs> oh yeah, boobs are gross, yes. disgusting. Oh, God. I don't even want to look at my own. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, so grossed out that she calls the cops because the scene was so his his energy was so erotic. <laughs> That he just had to get, and and that's I think that's that was my favorite part. Dude, yeah, uh, there wasn't a dry cave was in the room. All time zero. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, um, one of my other favorite parts was I, 
Ugh, Huck was the most annoying character, and he was like, how many times did he punch cops? Like seven? I would seven. say a bunch at, of times. I would say at least at least three. More he manages times to punch than a person who walks free should punch <laughs> cops, <laughs> right? Um, so they established that he's like having a real hard time. Um, and then there's one scene where he's like drunk in his underwear, <laughs> looking at over all, looking at his past due bills, and he just pulls out a revolver and starts shooting like his bills, like the sheets of paper, like as he describes what bill he's shooting. Yeah, electricity, <laughs> boom. Yeah. Like gas bill, oh my uh, god, phone bill, click, click, so unnecessary, <laughs> click, boom. Yeah, oh, yeah. he has That's like where a saliva got it. He has like a revolver, but he's clicking it like twelve times. <laughs> oh my god. I wish I could shoot my bills. Yes. Yeah, but I'd have to shoot my like computer monitors because I got all e bills now. So I, like, that's very uh, environmentally uh, conscious of you. Of course, I go green <laughs> on all bills. <laughs> <laughs> um. I just want to add in that I just I really did love that shimmy slide, <laughs> and, and I want to I want to add to that because I had. Can your gone, band cover that I, song? Please? I would love for the next Salem Wolf song. It's going to be a hit anyway. The shimmy slide, dude. I would do the shimmy slide. I need to see that happen. But my favorite part about the shimmy slide is is not the million times it played in the movie, not the eroticism <laughs> that it, it it flames inside of me. It is on the website. RoadToRevenge.com. There is a there is a tab that says Shimmy Slide, and when you click on it, it plays the Shimmy Slide video. <laughs> and I, and, Amid and, a blanket of blinking stars. And and that oh, one of the best websites I've ever seen is is for the Road to Revenge Get Even website. My God, that is better than FaithfulFindings.biz. <laughs> it really is. Honestly, I don't know who I like more, Neil Breen or John DeHart. It's tough. It's a tough choice. I mean, it's, it's real. It's a real Sophie's choice there. <laughs> John DeHart is more likable, I think. I think he's less. Because God, do I hate Neil? Breen. Well, okay. So Neil Breen has has a, a wider catalog. So I feel like we've had you know long enough time to figure out who Neil is to like really hate him. Yeah, to like really learn how to hate this guy. <laughs> Whereas I think I like I don't know. It's. Uh, I kind of feel bad for him at this stage. Well, that's the thing. Like, this movie is, like, it, it, it really, like, there's a charming arrogance to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The idea, like, he's so inept, that, and he doesn't, and I don't know that he really thinks he's ept. Is that the opposite yes. of an ept? Yeah, okay. I, I don't, I don't I, it just, it's just he, he has this inside of him, just, and he, he has his songs, he, he believes he is a karate master, and th that beautiful women just really want to get all up in that stash in a hot tub. Uh, um, a great oh. scene, by the way, really. Uh, great scenes. All 37 yeah. minutes of it. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Does not cut too soon. <laughs> I think this movie made me asexual. <laughs> I am John DeHart sexual now. No, yeah. <laughs> Eric, what about you for favorite parts? Um, most of the things I've got have been covered, but I will say uh, one of our favorite lines from Samurai Cop, surprise. Oh, yeah. Shows up here. It does. <laughs> as spoken by Sergeant Slaughter Normat. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, did, did he did just say surprise? <laughs> we, we all got really excited. We all got... I there are so many parallels that I can find in this movie with other things that we love. Mm. So I I truly do appreciate everything this movie brought to me today. Any other favorite parts before uh, before we move on to ratings, guys? I think any, I any other any other thing. Yeah. There's a, a lot. Question. There's a, a week of questions. I love questions. What is a gutter snipe? A gutter snipe. Uh, how how did that even come up? It was. It, uh, I, I think, think it was 
uh, Cindy's dad oh, yeah. yes. accused her of being a gutter snipe because she was hanging out with all of the Satanists. Well, and the funny thing about that is that he, he calls her a gutter snipe and says, you're going to end up fed in a ditch. And it's like, well, why, not, why not just go in a gutter? <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just said gutter. Gutter yeah. snipe. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good question there. Uh, a well, does, does a gutter outrank a, a ditch? Because maybe she's going to downgrade to ditch. Ooh, maybe there's a drain. Know. Maybe it's a drainage ditch. Oh, so okay. half gutter, half ditch. <laughs> <laughs> also, I felt like this movie had a weird like preoccupation with ninth grade lit. They were like, Huck oh, Finn, yeah. my friend can speak Hamlet. I was oh, like, that's this is true. Really well, and, and, and Huck becomes sort of like a Huck Finitarian at some point. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and he's he's like, he's lecturing like bikini babes about... Worship at the Church of Huck. Yeah, worshiping at the Church of Huck while standing in a pool in all denim, by the way. <laughs> Not recommended, but you know what? It's going to fit real nice. <laughs> I was going to say, that's going to form fit. Yeah, is that like form. a Canadian super scoop? <laughs> 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 Oh God! Oh boy! Oh boy! Not gonna stop that one. Sorry, Canada. We, we still love Canada. Um, all right. So if we're if we're satisfied with that, let's let's start with rating. So let's rate it then. Yeah, I'm gonna go. With yeah, fuck I'm gonna you. have to give it an unfortunate fuck off. Oh my God, my fucking father! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Yeah! All right, guys. Let's rate uh, Road to Revenge, uh, 1993. Get even. What are we gonna? Are we gonna rate? Are we all gonna give it the same rating? I Probably. mean, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. Let's start with Gray. Let's see if um, he's got something clever to say. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you set the expectations, <laughs> um, let's see. Well. I mean, I think that in the end, I, w I will probably concur with the with the uh, committee over here. But for now, I'll say, see you in hell, you son of a <laughs> I knew you had something in you. <laughs> Which is to say, fuck yeah. In, in, in the in the patented uh, rating scale. Of course, of course. I, I, I totally. Now, why would you give it that rating? Now, how did this movie make you feel? I, I mean, I well, it's one of those things where it's like. I feel like I was watching something truly unique in the universe. Yeah. I feel like this is something that was just the perfect level. Like, you know, you'll you'll often see a movie that is supremely forgettable or just mediocre. A lot this of what was we so not mediocre. <laughs> this was so far it's rare and it's also rare to see a movie that is so bad but not boring really. Mm. As as yeah. I said before, this this was thoroughly entertaining because I'm just watching this guy and in a way I think I felt good about it because I'm watching him achieve his dreams mm. you know he gets he gets a scene where he does karate he gets to ride on a sweet motorcycle he gets to wear all of his cool clothes like you know those are his personal wardrobe oh right? yeah oh yeah so it, it, it's sort of beautiful to see a guy really just achieve his dreams in spite of talent or lack thereof and and so I, yeah i would i would say that it it, it warmed my heart mm. oh, i i agree you it warmed your heart it, it <laughs> <laughs> honestly i totally agree and i feel like usually that type of approach i think is really like narcissistic and self-indulgent like when neil breen does it it sickens me <laughs> um but this movie was just really like charmingly fun for some reason 
I, I think yeah. it has something to do with like a childlike innocence that runs through the room. Yes, fun yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, in spite of the of the, the weird hardcore sex scene. and the well, thousand yeah. yard stare. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say you kind of nailed it there when you were going through. He got to do karate. He got to be mm. on a motorcycle. He got to live every single nine year old's dream. He got to be the ultimate badass. Was this yeah. his bucket list? Uh, oh my god, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Well, but he stuck around for a bit. Sounds like he was in. Uh, he was know. in one um, one movie in two thousand and six called The Champagne Gang. But that's it. I mean, this is this is it for him. This is all he's done. But you know what? If this was all I did, <laughs> I'd feel pretty good about it. I think so. I think so. Well, I mean, and we should all be so lucky as John DeHart <laughs> to have this, to have given the world such a gorgeous, just, just, I mean, whatever this is, whatever like, it is. Like, like this movie, it, it, I'm going to go to fuck yeah. But this movie, <laughs> this movie is bad. It is bad. But I don't think I could show this to anyone who would hate it. Like you know, like, even my yeah. mom. I could show my mom this movie, and she wouldn't hate it. It's I think hard she, to hate. I think I'd she'd say. laugh too. Like yeah. I think she'd have a good time watching it. Like I, I feel like it would be hard not to go along with the ride. Like you'd have to try to hate. Mm. Yeah. Like just liking this movie comes so easy. It's just genuine. It's charming. It's a charming movie. It's kind. It's like incompetent, but like I could care less. I couldn't care less. You know? Yeah. Eric, what about what about you? Do you even need to ask? I, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I knew you were going to... So, just for the record, so this is a fucking sweep. So that means it's, this goes into its own little category fuck on the yeah, website. yeah, around the horn. Where we all give it a fuck yeah. So there's this a very particular around set of... Around the horn. Yeah, this is around the horn. I'm happy that I didn't uh, I didn't uh, knock it out because I think it I think it belongs there. I agree. <laughs> it belongs in, in the Hall of Legends, in... in <laughs> Bad movie Valhalla. It does, and, and, and I'm I'm disappointed in us for for taking this long to watch it. But Eric, why did you give this a fuck yeah? Um, pretty much every reason that's been mentioned so far. I mean, this has the same shades as a bunch of other movies that we love, like Miami Connection, and Samurai Cop. Um, it's it's just just the complete ineptitude <laughs> that drove someone to make something like this, and. I think what I really appreciate is that it seems like he has a good attitude about it now too. Yes, that helps a lot. Yeah, like. As much as I enjoy the room, part of that is part of my enjoyment of that movie is, is kind of dampened by the fact that Tommy Wiseau is such a dick. Yeah, and he so, sort of hung around too long. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm the, he's not fun anymore, you know. Or like the Birdemic guy, like he made a sequel where he thought he was in on the joke. Like yeah, this just gets to be its own nice little time capsule where he made a terrible movie. He knows he made a terrible movie, but he still loves it. It's his baby. You can't intentionally capture magic like this. No. Like, no. yeah, movies like this are lightning in a bottle. They're complete accidents. So you're saying that they shouldn't reboot it. <laughs> Starring The Rock. Oh, I yes. like that. I like, and you he's know a what? football player. We just put The Rock in oh. everything on second class. There we go. And, and you know what? I also, I would love to see a cinematic universe um, a la Marvel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Deep. We, just, just really, you know, have every character in this movie have their own side movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would Dude, love I would. to watch the Hawk movie. <laughs> Uh, I would love the Rick Nomad Bode, movie. I was going to say, I want to see more Normad. <clears throat> Normad movie, him being, you know, the... Uh, actually, Scar? I, yeah, the, I want to just say that when this movie took the Satanist turn yeah. that it took, <laughs> it was a huge surprise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> surprised me so much just like your puberty <laughs> my god surprised you now it hit me just like puberty did. <laughs> this and movie made puberty <laughs> happen for you it did my balls dropped watching <laughs> john dehart taught me how to be a man <laughs> uh and like there's i mean the early and mid 90s was just you know just there was a lot of satanist satanic panic like yeah. so, it was satanic, love that 90s panic. satanic panic mm -hmm. 
I mean, my, my oh. mom made my dad take down a cardboard stand-up of Darth Maul because it looked like the devil. Oh my god! <laughs> Is that the first time you said that out loud? Yeah, I think so. That's amazing. <laughs> I repressed that up until now. Oh, oh my god. god, that's awesome. That's that awesome. Pretty great. It's recovered memories over here. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um. Yeah. Wow. So we've Whew. just rated it. Um, does anyone have any final thoughts, questions, anything they want to slip in about this movie before we wrap ourselves up here? Yeah, it's going to go to the annals of second class cinema. Yeah, this is going down in, in history. This is, I I love it. We'll ride eternal shiny I love chrome. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. And, and, and I want to actually thank Bad Movie Sunday, Owen at Bad Movie Sunday for... Yes, definitely. Like this. Thank you for bringing this into my life. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for making up Megaforce to me. Yeah, I appreciate I, it. Yes, Megaforce is officially <laughs> made up. Brittany loves this. I didn't know what to expect because this could have gone either way. This could have gone either they way. They always yeah. do. I mean, you know, when we watch Dangerous Men, I think we were expecting something like this. And yes, Dangerous Men definitely. had a much worse vibe. Yeah, yeah that was a little too a grimy. Little, yeah. A little too weird. It's the uh, it's the Hollywood cop to the Samurai cop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, though, actually, I kind of love Hollywood cop, but so. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah. So, Gray, thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Thank you for having me. It was, it was a pleasure. I'm, I'm really <laughs> glad you enjoyed this movie, and we and we started your your tenure off with a fuck yeah because the of of many more coming up. I think that I think this is going to be good. Definitely. I, th- I think you know we have a long and beautiful future. <laughs> I, I think so. I, I should so. give you a fair warning with both of the things we watch. This is uh, downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay. I, I don't I don't have much to do with it. <laughs> so setting the bar very high. We're all really bored, so that's why we do this. Uh, bored podcasters. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's us. That's us. Um, yeah. So you've been listening to Second Class Cinema. You can find more information about us on facebook.com slash second class cinema you can find our show on itunes stitcher tune in radio second class cinema.com and following films.com shimmy slide <laughs> and we're done that's it we're over there's a tab on this website that says shimmy slide this guy knows what he is I don't think he does. Dude, and it's just a video of the shimmy slide from the movie. I just clicked on it and it just started.